0: Welcome to Absolute Comics right here at the Comic Story and Podcast Network, aired every Tuesday at about, what, like 5 p.m. Eastern? 5 p.m. Eastern. My name is Benny. I'm also known as the Comic Story and on YouTube and on various fronts. This is Sal from the Comic Pop team. Uh, We both do a lot of YouTube videos uh, formulating ideas, theories, and discussions on comic book storylines, characters, and movies. And this is our show that we do on a weekly basis, which is entirely supported by our Twitch subscribers here in the podcast network and by our Patreon. So if you want early access to the show or you want to see it filmed live, we we beg of you to please consider supporting us if you have the FUDs. And if you don't, fear not. Just being here helping us boost our algorithm does help us a lot. It really does um and you can also support us by going to gfuel gfuel.com using the code comics at checkout to get 10 percent off of your order and that will allow you to also support us if you don't if you want a more i guess product based version sure i mean we're gonna have more shirts back up soon uh we're getting that fixed up as well but there are shirts on our store designed by humans uh that link will pop up in a minute if our mods are paying attention so uh Anyway, yeah, Sal, how have you been? We we took last I'm, week off to do the Blackout Tuesday. That's right. Uh, yeah, I'm I'm doing well. How about you? Uh, I'm doing well. Uh, lo- busy, busy week. I've Got a lot going on. A lot of business. A lot of com- comics are coming out. Okay. Yeah. Let's start I read with one with, of them. Let's start with that discussion because normally we would start by discussing comics you read. I've ever read yes. any. Are you as thrown off as I am by comics actually coming out again?
1: <laughs> yeah, uh, well, the fact that there are comics, uh, it's it's weird because uh, I think, like what was it, a week or two ago, the new Spider-Man came out, and I read that and was like, oh, right, Nick Spencer thought it was a good idea to do a three-part GOG story arc. Here's <laughs> oh, yeah, part three. Oh, yeah. I'm excited. <laughs> you know, and then I read it and was like, I think I'm, literally, I read it and went, I think I'm going to drop Amazing Spider-Man. Like, thanks for reminding me. Um, <laughs> the Gog storyline was not bad, but I feel like it had to like it had to be wrapped up a few months ago. Maybe Spencer needs to go like one arc at a time, like and stop dropping anything he wants, and then being like, "Okay, I'm going to set up the Kindred. It's going to be this big thing." Uh, Gog, like you what? just did this big event with Craven, like which take took a 25 issues to get to the point of, yeah, which uh, and the point was. I'd rather have Craven in the ground. Like, it's not really anything. It, 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 all it did was restore the status quo so that everyone could have what they wanted. Like, if you wanted to see a story where Black Panther fights Craven the Hunter, boom, you gave it to you. But if you liked the old Craven's Last Hunt story, boom, you have that too. Right. Like, it's just, it was very weird, and it. I, I have a lot of feelings about the the Spencer Spider-Man run. You know, it, is it better than Slots? Eh, like... But, you know, at least he's doing some of the things I want. It's just kind of like, I don't know. It it feels all over the place. It feels too jumbled. And this whole delay we experienced didn't help any. And then, of course, that's not even considering the rest of them. Like, DC's whole new release schedule where uh, new books are on Tuesdays for DC. Um, Did you know? Because I bought Batman today and read it and was like, oh, yeah, Batman. Like, I get to read Batman a day earlier than all the other books. Yeah. But... Comicsology Comixology would do nothing to help me with that because Comixology's, uh, you know, main page is a disaster area.
0: Yep. No, it's 100%. Uh, they don't promote the fact that there are new books today. I got The Flash. I got Batman. I forgot to read them because that's not on my Tuesday schedule. And right. Wait, <laughs> right. I just got a noise from the computer. Oh, I don't think anything broke. For those who uh, are watching this on the YouTube channel or listening to the audio as it was uploaded, uh, we've had quite a few technical difficulties trying to get things working today. It's true. <laughs> if you're watching it live, it's choppy beyond belief because we can't fix that. But people voted we keep it up while we do this. Um, but no, that's just throwing me off because, like, so my schedule kind of became very much like workout in the mornings, go for bike rides, do a lot of stuff, play a couple games, do some audio, answer emails, do all my usual stuff. And I, like, stopped reading comics because they didn't yeah. come out for three and a half months. Yeah, that's right.
1: So like I read that, trades, but you know,
0: well, yeah, I read yeah. trades and stuff, but there were, that's not a release schedule. Like it used to be no. Wednesday. I wake up, I read everything before nine o'clock. I would yeah. wake up at six, read all the books that came out that day, have them all read. Now I got to figure out a new schedule. Cause like DC is every Tuesday, you know? Yeah. and stuff like that. So I don't, I don't know. It's, it's going to be interesting to see how we do it. Um, but that's what I was talking about. Are you it off cuz if I had remembered I would have read the flash.
1: Right. <laughs> I didn't even See, I didn't even know the flash was out. And you know why? Because I had to sort by alphabetical from just the week. It didn't say like this is the new this these are new books. It was like this is the week of the here's here are the books that came out for today, the 9th. And you're like, "Okay." And it's alphabetical only. So yeah. I got to so I got to the Bs. I'm like, "Oh, Batman." And then I just I forgot because I was like, oh I'm just so excited that Batman was back
0: and that we because I really like Tynem's run. It's the first new issue of Batman, by the way. They've been reprinting the old ones.
1: Exactly. So you're reading that and you're like, I, I just I just forgot that there was more. And and so I missed everything. Yeah. Else.
0: It, well you didn't there was Legion No one's I can helping. think of. It was Legion and it was Flash and Batman. I believe those are the three that came out today. Right. So. yeah
1: i don't know i didn't actually read it <laughs> like i didn't read like the trades i i oh, don't Joker, know what's coming out also came out i bought that too because it was under batman
0: yeah yeah Oh well, yeah so it's it's weird because it's throwing me off now because like i want to do more um but i don't know It's it's yeah. it's weird it's just a weird situation in general i don't know what to do to fix these or to make things even better or to do whatever it's it's just going to take getting used to. That's what it's really going to get down to. Like, it was funny because I was thinking about it. Like, last week I made that initiative of, like, I got to go back to my normal schedule. And last week was just crazy trying to do that. And then this week I'm getting even more hammered And like, we're going back to normal. We're going back to normal. And, like, I'm like, oh, yeah. And people we are like, Benny, did you read the latest comics like, Right. That's my job. Like, <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's reading the new books. And yeah. God only knows when they're coming out. So we just, yeah. It, it's, it's. What a what a what a disaster. Yeah. Cuz for them it's like okay, we are already having a hard time getting new people to read books. How about we make it hard for people who want to read comics?
0: I, like, I think it's only. I think this is actually a great move, and I want to go further discussion about their official decision to drop Diamond officially. Um, yeah. We'll do that in one second. But, uh, oh yeah, real quick, the topics we're going to talk about today, guys. Uh, see, we haven't even done absolute comic so consistently. I forgot how we have the sh- We were like, let's structure the show to be more professional. Then I forget to tell the topics. Uh, yeah. We're going to talk about the Diamond. DC breaking ties to Diamond. Marvel reschedules their free comic book day to July 15th and July 22nd.
1: Yeah, what the hell does that mean? Does we'll that talk, mean We'll
0: that... talk about that a bit. Don't go into right? it now. Uh, yeah. Black Label Birds of Prey book gives us the Birds of Prey movie we should have gotten. Uh, I agree with All that. All right. Uh, <laughs> Jeff John speaks about his fresh take in the characters of Girl. Right. I forgot that came out. I got to watch that. Same. Um, Batwoman showrunner explains that they do not plan. Okay, that, that's. I'll go to that one. Amber will talk about uh, Bendis leaving Superman already. Like, what? Yep. A- I, I've got a nice rant for that one. Like, Good. <laughs> <laughs> so. Yeah. Uh, yeah so let's go ahead and talk about the diamond thing then. Um it's funny everyone hit me up like Benny, did you see that they announced that they're leaving Diamond and I'm like No, was, I missed it. That was discussed 3 months ago. <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah. Like did you hear they're they're using this these new distributors USC and uh, and Lunar and it's like yeah they set that all up.
0: Yeah, that was that was a while ago. We made whole episodes on it. They're like no 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 no. It's official now. I'm like No, it was official three months ago. The only thing, because everyone's freaking out about it now based on them giving articles. I think it's two reasons why you, the fans, are like super excited about this and why this is like news. If you're listening to the audio, you don't see me doing air quotes, but news. Right. Um, What I think the situation is one, as comic book fans, and I'm in this boat too, we are starved for anything (laughs) comic related. Yes we like you 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 could be like robert pattinson patterson whatever his name is he he sneezed on a napkin and they decided that that would be a new batman villain and i'd be like yes that's gonna be incredible (laughs) video yeah so i think that that's rule the problem number one i think problem one is we're starved for any information um as to what is going on uh we, obviously like it's actually kind of uh, uh, interesting i'll discuss very briefly on the protests with this we, we've already made our stance obvious by last friday uh tuesday taking the day off to support yep. black lives matter uh but there is one thing i said about like that amongst our friends and everything when this was going on and because the protests have been going on for quite a while now they're still going on yep. and the first thing i said was i was like you know, I got a feeling that if we didn't just have a mass layoff in the workforce, this would not have happened this long cuz people would have had to start going back to work. And, <laughs> <laughs> uh, and and it's it's the exact same problem. We're starved over here. People are starved for something to do. And I mean, it's good because the people that wouldn't normally go to these protests are because they have nothing else to do right now, so they're supporting yep. this matter. But it's similar to us as comic book fans. Like they can we get a slight in, in indication that there's something happening. We're freaking the hell out.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but I will say that the Diamond thing, this is an official announcement that they are severing ties. Originally, they had, a re, they had a contract. They did set up USC and Lunar, but they also still had a contract with Diamond. This was, they terminated the contract with Diamond. There will be no more Diamond.
0: Yes, so and like that was the second point. That was, was
1: the real, on. that's the real news. Like, But, you know, everyone else was focusing on, in the beginning, they were just like, did you hear sure about this new thing? And it's like, no, 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 that was already set up. This is the new, the real thing is, the, the, the straight up you know throwing away of diamond as right. a distributor.
0: Right. And that that's what I think the secondary thing is like while you and I and a lot of people on the on the inside kind of knew what this meant when they announced we we're, were you know we're making two new publishers I think the general populace wasn't aware that that meant diamond was it literally was counting their days that they had DC. Yeah. The only yeah, way yeah. that DC would have gone back to diamond is if these new initiatives just did not work out. And obviously well, that did not go as planned.
1: Either that or if Diamond had... Because you know that DC and Diamond were in negotiations for better deals and better rates, and uh, ultimately those negotiations broke down, and DC is, I think, continuing to play hardball. Because I think that DC is just... This is still part of the negotiation. Because when DC set up USC and Lunar, or at the very least, decided to work with them, who had not existed until DC decided to start working with them, um, that they were setting up Arguing like uh, you know points to use at the at the bartering table with diamond, and uh, and thankfully because there was no inventory to release during the pandemic when they set them up in the first place, there was no you know there, there was plenty of time for them to get situated and get set up so that when we got to this point they could go yeah actually we're gonna throw it all away by diamond like because they because these new distributors have had a month and a half to two months to prepare. To ship our books.
0: Right. Um, yeah, it's, it's, it's just interesting. It really is. I yeah. Don't, I yeah, don't really know what more to say about this other than – I personally think this is good news, Sal. Right. Because the problem with Diamond isn't that Diamond was a shitty company on shipping and 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 issues. The problem is that Diamond owned too much. They had a monopoly, mm-hmm. so they didn't have to be better about it. And right. that was the issue with Diamond. It wasn't... Their practices sucked 100%, but that was created by them having a monopoly in the situation. By yes. them not having a monopoly in the situation anymore, they're going to have to be better or they're going to go away and we're going to get better things in, in general. Marvel has not left Diamond, right? They didn't come out with their own no. publishers?
1: Oh, no, 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 no. No, Marvel never makes the first leap. DC makes the decision, and if it works out, Marvel will, will follow suit. I think in this particular case, um, DC is going to do what it does with USC and Lunar and Marvel will watch, continue their relationship with diamond as though nothing is going on. There's no big deal there. there, there, I I doubt there's going to be much, if any negotiation between the two of them and their contract. But I, if I were Marvel and I were looking to get like some, some heavier discounts, I might use that as leverage though. Diamond just lost 30% of their revenue. So I don't know how generous diamonds going to feel in offering discounts to everybody else right now, since they're going to try and recoup 30% of their losses. Um, You're right in that it is incredibly fascinating. This whole thing is very interesting because for the last, like, 25 years, Diamond's been the sole distributor of comic books. Comic books in North North America. So you're kind of like, well, what does it really mean? And you have to look at, like, Who's making these strategic moves and what's probably going on behind the scenes? Because we don't know like what DC's endgame is, we don't know about the restructuring, but we can infer a lot of things. Here's something interesting that we can infer. One, based on conversations I've had with retailers, 5G was a retailer initiative that the deal set up to get people into comic shops to buy monthlies again. Because of course, DC's revenue, or at least like their monthlies on revenue, um, had stagnated. They weren't making more money selling monthlies for the last two months, or two years, I should say. So when it comes to their end game with monthlies, their options are we need to either increase our profits or we need to reconsider what we're doing with monthlies. And DiDio, as we know, was a big proponent of the monthly book. Right. He invented 52. He invented the weekly book. I mean, and when it came to, you know, in continuity, in universe, big book. That's I feel like, like he was also prize. the
0: guy that was against uh, digital, which we have been yes. proponents for. And it looks like DC's legitimately testing digital waters now.
1: The big time. And I think that we've we've only scratched the surface. Uh, You know who won't issue a statement about any of this? Comicsology, or DC. I'm thinking, <laughs> DC. Well, DC, DC. When they found out that they didn't have to make any statement about firing one of their co-publishers and practically the face of their company, they were like, "Oh, we never have to issue a statement about anything." <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah, that's true. I mean, if you were a company and you were like, uh, "We just made a huge, sweeping change in our, uh, in, you know, in our structure," and only the and only three news outlets threw us, lobbed us very softball questions about it, we, we, you'd go, oh, well, then we never have to issue a statement about anything. We could just do whatever we want and tell them we did it, or not. Let them figure it out. Let yeah. them scratch their heads. Because w- you're absolutely right that, like, I, I think DiDio was more of a proponent of monthlies than he was about digital. And I think that 5G was an initiative between DiDio and the retailers because unofficially, as I recall, it was kind of being called the New 52 2. And New 52 was a feather in DiDio's cap and one of the biggest money makers in the last decade for retail shops and DC Comics. Right. So they needed another New 52. 5G was that New 52. Dadio being gone and Diamond being gone shortly thereafter suggests to me that those were in tandem. That DiDio was the only thing in the way of them maintaining a relationship with Diamond. And that they were like, hey, get rid of him get rid of his stupid comic book plan, like the comic book store plan. Yeah. And also, screw comic book stores. Like, we'll figure it out. we we got these other two people. And by the way, the big point of contention about this is that, you know, USC and Lunar Distribution are not distribution houses. These are comic book retail outlets. Yeah. Lunar's owned by Discount Comic Book Source. Like, it's a website where you buy discount comic books. USC is owned by Midtown Comics. A major chain retailer that is a direct competitor with your local comic book store.
0: Oh so yeah, because it is try- a pretty contentious situation. As much as I love my local comic book store, even before going digital, I went to Midtown honestly because Midtown will yeah. ship anywhere, including overseas. So when I was getting back into comics hardcore, is yep. when I was overseas in Afghanistan, uh, 2010 timeframe. Um, yeah, and like I I'm, I'm, I've told the story. Like I've read comics since I was a kid. But I've only read, like, Batman, Green Lantern, Flash. I had some very basics that I would buy, like Spider-Man. Right. It wasn't until I went to Afghanistan and I had a lot of downtime and I was able to ship them from Midtown that I get into the whole thing, you know, beyond yes. the like beyond The, the bigger ones. universe,
1: absolutely. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. absolutely.
0: And I, I, I certainly,
1: myself, when I didn't know, when my shop refused to ship me books in college— All I could do when I well, what I did was I would go to the comic book shop a mile away from my campus. When that closed my first semester at college, I bought my books through Midtown because there I didn't know any better and I didn't have any other real options back then. Now you have lots of options. Now, of course, because of the pandemic, your comic book store probably innovated in such a way that shipping is a essential part of life for them. They're selling blind boxes, packages. They're shipping books. They're pulling pre-orders and 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 uh, pull lists and shipping those too. Shipping is a way of life for them now. And it's ironic that like just during this period when comic shops were forced to innovate and come up with new strategies to keep their to to expand their comic shops digitally through you know uh, inst- you know social media and physically through selling their actual like inventory. Uh, DC said, oh, and by the way, uh, we're going to we're going to go to direct competitors for you and ship our books that way. <laughs> yeah. like, Damn it. We, we, we just got out of this. And now you're making this big change for us. And it's you know, it, it is complicated and it is frustrating. And if you're a retailer, you are justifiably pissed because there is no this is the Wild West of the distribution wars, so to speak.
0: Yeah, I don't know the distribution what's going wars on have. With that stuff in general, because <laughs> you're right. It's it. I mean, I'm not trying to side with their decision. I No, I, but you uh, understand. See, because my argument has always been, as, if you're a comic book retailer, you need to uh, diversify your portfolio, basically. Yep. Uh, my comic book stores that I go to and the ones that after traveling the States and doing all these comic book shows I've seen do the best are entirely ones who do magic and they do sports cards and they do D&D and they do things like that to get you in the house. And then yep. you also buy comics. I. It's just because we're at a day and age where comics are not that big of a deal anymore. I hate to say that. They're not because yeah. everyone wants to do digital. And I've said it before. You get a kid to try to sit down and read a comic book for half an hour or he can go play Fortnite. You, you know what most of them are going to pick, sadly. Yeah. We, we need to get into the Fortnite game, Sal. <laughs> like, we're doing the yeah, wrong Yeah, we...
1: <laughs> Listen, Fortnite will get in bed with anybody. So you whenever know, there was an opportunity, let's do it.
0: Um, so anyway, but, uh, yeah. What it really boils down to is uh, diversification of the portfolio, and I was all on board at that. Like, but now DC's like, we don't even need you guys anymore. That's a totally different argument.
1: <laughs> yeah. Oh, very much so.
0: Yeah. So, so
1: the diamond thing is very, you know, it's multifaceted and it's got a lot of interesting layers and, and, and pieces, mostly speculation, because all you have to go on is what DC has done, who those outlets are and what they're gonna do. And we don't even really know what they're gonna do for the long haul. All we do know is DC propped up these new distributors. They broke with Diamond. That's all we really have. We don't know that 5G was DiDio's plan. We don't know that 5G was an initiative between DC and retailers to get people into comic book stores. We just can infer those things based on the other data we have. But like, what an an inference. Like, look at all this information we can infer. Peter David himself, noted comic book author and, uh, you know, creator in his own right, uh, went on Facebook the other day and he was like, this is a calculated maneuver by DC Comics to destroy Marvel Comics. And I'm like, out of all the theories, that one's the funniest. Because <laughs> not only is it completely not true, but it's also the juiciest. It's the easiest to get people, like, you don't even have a YouTube channel and you're clickbaiting the hell out of yourself, man. Uh, you just brilliant. gave me my
0: next title, so we'll talk about this later. Uh, DC's gonna crush Marvel. I, yeah. I I mean, we've said this since the beginning, like DC, okay, first off, DC's always tested the waters of the digital way ahead of Marvel, way ahead of them. They put Injustice, they put Smallville, things people wanted, and now they're just testing it with generalized comics. Like before, it used to be like, you go to digital to get some more of the crazier stuff, but now Mm -hmm. they're like, no, now it's Batman. And they were doing reprints, but like, they're doing a Duke storyline now? That's not an 80s reprint. That's something else. No. (laughs) <laughs> oh no, 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 Go- Gotham Knight, uh,
1: Man of Tomorrow, there's a, d- the Trinity Plus, so you got like Flash and Aquaman, Swamp Thing had one, there's a ton of uh, of digital push from DC, you want to talk about speculation, the funny thing is DC is the one, is, is the innovator when it comes to making digital books versus Marvel, between the two of them, only one of them has a Netflix based subscription model for getting your backlog of books and it's Marvel, Marvel Unlimited. Now we've seen the DC Universe, an app that is exclusive to DC and spent a good part of a a year or two generating original content, uh, fired their entire DC Daily staff and completely ended the show. Yeah. Yeah, DC Daily's dead. When did that happen? yesterday
0: Oh, okay i'm not completely out of the loop i'm like
1: <laughs> no 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 it happened yesterday they had they're contracted out until the end of july i think or july 9th or something like that at any point they uh they they can produce the show until july and then the show is over and it's off um i would assume that with it is going everything and that dc universe Anything that like, makes money, Harley Quinn, Doom Patrol, Titans, and any other ancillary things like that are going to get folded into HBO Max. DC Universe will become the Marvel Unlimited for DC, and all of their books are going to go digital, which is part of the reason why you're thinking that we haven't heard anything from Comixology. My guess is Comixology is next on the chopping block. But DC's like, we can't make changes every day. got to wait a couple of weeks at least. I, I, mean, I we think can, they'll stay
0: with Comixology to an extent, though.
1: I, I I want them to, because God help me if I have to own a subscription to DC Universe, if I want to read DC comics month to month. But at the same time, DC are the ones who are throwing their hats over the wall. These are the people who are making these big changes and, 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 and going like, listen, we're 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 essentially telling you we're 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 making steps to get out of the monthly game. Right. And what do we need comicsology for if we already have a huge stock of digital books and digitized version of our most popular books. We have our own guided view, trademark, and patent pending, like, v- viewing system. And as I recall, if you recall, I don't remember if you remember, but, like, uh, the, uh, but DC Universe was, like, shocked and amazed to find out how much of their subscriber base was there to read comic
0: books. I don't remember that at all. Yeah. When did and they, they say were that? like?
1: They said that I'll, like, I want to say it was a few months ago, but they were like, "Oh, so they expanded their di- their digital library and they it started like bringing in newer books, like more ref- more refreshed." Well, that, we titles. said that
0: since the beginning that the whole DC da- DC universe business model didn't make any sense.
1: Well, it just must have been hemorrhaging money. But yeah. like, what's what's funny to me is out of all of them, DC Daily mu- was easily the cheapest show to produce, which says to me it doesn't say that like. Hector Navarro was super expensive. It says to me that they're like, well, we're just getting rid of that type of content on this app. Yeah. And if they're getting rid of the easiest, cheapest thing to make, what are they making room for? Well, because it's, you know, it's not like they're going to make more Doom Patrol. We got HBO Max for Doom Patrol.
0: Oh, yeah. I mean, Doom Patrol's not even going to DC Universe now, is it? It's going straight. No, it's
1: going straight to HBO Max. Yeah.
0: So they prove that they can make the shows. And they proved that people will pay to watch more bizarre versions of the shows. Yeah.
1: So we're just going to... And they also have announced that they're not going to get rid of DC Universe. So what is DC Universe there for, if not for like the the collaborative DC fan experience? My guess is you're gonna see the community boards go away. You're gonna see the DC unscripted show go away. You're gonna see like all like the Shazam show, all the other like older shows that like nobody's really watching, Super Friends stuff like that. They'll cram that over on HBO Max, like DC like Disney Plus has all of those old Marvel shows for kids. I think they're gonna, gonna keep all the, the kids stuff
0: because it just it just sweetens the pot. Yeah, so I that's where I I see them going to HBO Max, but I could see them like this become like the hub for DC stuff later.
1: I would I mean, like, I don't know what I would do in that situation. For me, I'd probably do the most fiscally responsible thing, which is probably not running two identical apps. One of them is a niche app specifically, but I would. Nece- but if you have the infrastructure in place for like a digital e-reader, I would break with comiXology. I would move my entire DC library over to the app. And make Marvel unlimited, but it's new, new books too. Our entire library plus new books.
0: That'd be interesting to see if they do that. I didn't know right? any of that. Like, this is how the loop we're getting with all of this stuff.
1: <laughs> I know, I know. Uh, like, uh, you know, we were doing a live show yesterday about it, and I got news about DC Daily while the show was happening. So we we're just like, ah. The DC like, Daily ooh.
0: one, though. We, if you watch the shows, they had such little amounts of content. Because, and I'm assuming DC Daily got cut because it now during the pandemic, which.
1: There was nothing to say. It, like, <laughs>
0: part of the whole 2020 disaster show that's been going on. Uh, yeah. There was nothing to talk about, at least before they could be like, "Oh, we have the actors from CW, we have the actors." From-. But now they don't even get them anymore. So
1: no, but they could have. They could have Zoom meeting them like everybody was, and they all the DC Daily was essentially just a Zoom meeting show after a while. Um, but they could have been like, "Well, we're going to keep DC Daily. We're going to have two hosts instead of a dozen."
0: And yeah, the dozen host was weird. <laughs> yeah,
1: and we're gonna change it from DC Daily to DC Weekly.
0: Yeah, I mean, because what do you need? The a, rest w- of us do podcast shows weekly.
1: There's over four hundred episodes of DC Daily. <laughs> like, no, that, and you, you know, and I
0: have problems finding content to talk about a weekly basis,
1: <laughs> right? And we're just like, and this is like literally the di- the diamond thing is one element of the things we're talking about this week, right? You know, and and the DC thing—I bet you didn't even plan on talking about today. No, it's not even on this list here that
0: I have of actual topics that I said at the beginning.
1: Yeah, no, but uh, you know, so it's it's very interesting. But I think that like if you you connect the dots and you put your tinfoil hats on, you can. You, I think you can see DC's greater strategy at work. But uh, at no, I agree. Least, I mean,
0: I've said that a while. But so, okay, here's what I think. I'm going to end my discussion on this. I yeah, think yeah. Dan DiDio was stopping most of these projects that are going forward. I, I yep. hate to I hate to speak ill of anyone who's passed away, but the original CEO of Nintendo, we all praised him. He was amazing. He ran a great company. But the moment he was gone, you saw app games showing up, DLC showing up, uh, the store getting put up, all the stuff that Nintendo seemed to be against all went yep. out the window the moment that man passed away. Absolutely. And it's like you could. It, it's almost like what's happening at DC right now where they want to move, they want to adapt to the times and it feels like Dan Didio is like no comic book stores we're getting them in there we're going to focus on that again and everybody else is like no digital platforms digital comics what do you do every you know what I mean like you need to make this available yeah. to people everywhere yeah i mean i hate to say it i spend more time on these app games about superhero cell than i do on yeah. the comic books at this point you know what i'm doing while we're discussing this i'm working on my marvel strike force team it's, right. a, it's Wolverine, Spider-Man, <laughs> Daredevil, and Captain America right now. But.
1: <laughs> but because of the diversity of your fan base, like I would not touch an app game, whether it had Spider-Man on it or Pikachu. I don't care what it is app games to me are just, disc- I hate them and I don't want to have anything to do with them. So I stay away from them as much as possible. Oh, no, I, I would I, rather I, read a comic book than play a friggin' app. And game. you're not wrong, but so, what, I,
0: what I'm more referencing is the digital age we have and how easy it is to get to get things like an app game in my hands. Than oh, it is, totally. Than it is to go to the store get the comic, come back, read the comic. That's a whole experience in itself, which I do enjoy, but yeah. it's just easier oh, for just, me to go. I have to take a dump. What's my team doing?
1: <laughs> yeah. If you pulled a thousand people, You know, you'd probably get like 850 of them who say, I like Spider-Man. And then when you ask them how many, what's your favorite Spider-Man story arc? Yeah. You'd get like 25. Yeah, they could be, it would be so much smaller. But because these characters, this IP is so widespread and so synonymous with people's identity, that uh, you know, you don't need really, uh, look look at Harley Quinn, the show. And how popular that is, and how much success it's brought them, and they basically adapted No Man's Land, which uh, up until like because I I remember No Man's Land, you covered it on your channel, but yeah. like if you that took but forever, it, <laughs> right? But like not only did it take forever, but like they they adapted it in as much as they used the plot point that was No Man's Land and a couple of ideas, but you know they, they're just like, well, listen, we could adapt. 80 years worth of stories. We don't need to really make anything new. They
0: don't even technically need that. I mean, they, so the fact that I'm playing Strikeforce, this is not a plug yeah. for Strikeforce, by the way, although I am going to reach out to them. And the it team. should be,
1: by the way. You're <laughs> like, what the hell?
0: No, but what this does is prove my point. When people are like, okay, so. They've the the so I, I mentioned this earlier. I'm doing a changeover on our gaming channel. Finally, my wife is stepping away to do her own Twitch channel, which now puts the gaming channel entirely in my hands. So I don't have to t- go through anybody with it. So I'm gonna do a lot of the creative ideas that I had, and I'm gonna do stuff that I enjoy. And it's it's just going to be what the comments on uh, Eligible Monster Gaming have been for a while, which is Benny just to make comic story and gaming. It's it's gonna right. be comic story and gaming. So as a part of that, we did a live stream last Saturday on the YouTube channel, so I could just see who's in the channel, see what kind of sub situation I have. I mean. I've got a channel that's been around for eight years and like 80% dead subs because it was all promotional subs and plugs that didn't lead to anything. Yeah. Um, I can t- I can give you a, a college course on what not to do to promote your channel because it will lead <laughs> to bleeding subs, but th- we'll talk about that another time. So anyway, yeah. um, what, so basically what, yeah, so I go over the channel and I kick off the initial stream And I am shocked to discover the amount of my fans that play Marvel Future Fight, okay? Mm, Yeah. So I get Marvel Future. I've never played this game before, okay? Because up until recently, I've never, like I always play app games on the toilet, but I never played app games. I have always been a stickler for app games are real games with their own inherent cash problems, but they're real games. But recently I've been playing more of them because I can put them on my computer, and they're all the yes. gameplay I like, like Final Fantasy, War of the Visions, tactics, stuff like that. That's another side tangent. Anyway, the point I'm getting at is <laughs> Future Fight. I finally download this game. I finally sit down to play it. And one of the first things I do is I notice the character Weapon Hex female Jane Foster Thor, and Spider-Gwen. And those are the what? first three characters I want. Now, before everyone freaks out on the podcast, this is Benny. are some of the worst characters in the game. I know, and I didn't get them. Uh, I, I decided to go with, I did get Weapon Hex, but I got Ghost Panther. But the, one's, <laughs> but the one, Ghost Panther, it's the Ghost Rider Black Panther. I, I assumed from the name. But what I'm stating is, the characters that I got, and the characters that I was interested in, are, according to comic book fans, some of the worst storylines ever. Right. But they have characters, toys. Gwenpool was in there. She's huge. Um, Yep. The point of getting at is when somebody goes Benny, the comics aren't selling that well. They only sold 15,000 copies of female Thor. You're right. But they also got... A sideshow statue, uh, Funko Pop, uh, action figures. Uh, she's being mentioned in tons of comic books elsewhere. She's in Strike Force. She's in Future Fight. Those games make millions of dollars. Funko, Lan- Funko, whatever makes millions of dollars. People don't understand that the care that we have entered a day, a day and age of comic books where they don't care about the stories. Marvel and DC don't care. It's all about what merchandise they can make with it. Can we, yep. Can uh, hey, Scott Snyder, you made some cool characters for DC Metal. Can we put one of them maybe into a TV show? Oh, Batman, and right. Last, yeah, we'll have will put him into a TV show. Uh, Godspeed, Joshua Wilson, you did a great job with Godspeed. He seems to be a little bit of a fan favorite. Don't do more storylines with him. We're going to put him in the CW show. Like, yep. that's what's going on here. The amount of characters you can buy toy. Red Hood's a fan favorite, Okay. Red Hood is a huge fan favorite. And you know what everyone loves? The version from Under the Red Hood, the, sh- the movie, which is ripped off of the <laughs> version that is made out of the New 52. If you actually go read Under the Red Hood and you read Red Hood storylines, most of them suck. And there's not a lot. <laughs> yeah. No, it's true. Uh, you
1: know, everyone's favorite version of anything is usually some adaptation thereof
0: as opposed to, like, the literal thing. Yeah. So that but that, yeah. but that it, I don't it, even right remember I got ones. on the topic about the comic book characters, but but oh no, it was it was the, the it's the properties accessibility and yeah right. property it's the properties and accessibility. We identify with Spider-Man, we know some Spider-Man stories. So you put him in everything and now I'm buying it.
1: <laughs> yeah. Right. And and that's how they understand it. And like that's the language they're speaking now. Like yeah. the stories incidental, it's it's like the eighties when like uh you know they'd be like, well uh, can Lionel and the team uh, go through the... if they need to go through the forest don't they need some kind of like a big tank <laughs> that we can make out of plastic? Yeah uh, can Duke and the Joes need to fly into Cobra Commander's base using a tack chopper that we can make out of plastic? like the whole thing is a commercial and now we're, we're in an we're in an age where both of your favorite IPS are owned by two mega conglomerates that are in the business of churning out money. And, you know, now we're in a weird age where it's not just that they're, you know, it's, it would be one thing if it was Strikeforce games and backpacks and like, you know, Funko Pops, but we're also in an age of, okay, so not only are we in that business, but we're also in the business of literally making disposable media, but on a million dollar scale. Like Disney and Warner Brothers are in the business now of making visual comic books. Yeah. That cost, the, the reason why comic books are successful and fantastic, for the most part, when it comes to superhero stories, is that you can do things in them you can't do on TV and movies. And if you can, then, you know, you're kind of drawing away from that audience and giving them the thing that, like, they could imagine or fill in the blanks for, or see pictorially speaking. And so, they're in that business now of making, like, serialized fiction on a on a massive scale and they got to keep making more of it. So they're going to adapt and steal or at the very least use the stories from your childhood or from your favorite arcs and characters. So like they got to keep making more like they're and, and they're not focused on making the new stuff. They're making new stuff for themselves, which is adaptations of the old stuff. It, the whole thing is cyclical and connected and, and and it's all about making more money. And the thing about it isn't even like that, like, they they figured out everyone loves superhero movies that was the movie arm yeah you know they were like we figured out if we make a if we put a guy in a cape we put and we we spend 250 million dollars we could make a billion they, that's the that's the formula for hollywood superhero movies but now they're like i just spent the gross national income of an entire country yeah. <laughs> to to make an app that is literally just Netflix, but we don't have any original content. So I need to spend the equivalent of six major motion pictures to make four shows. (laughs) It, It is unsustainable and it is incalculably expensive. And only a few people are getting super rich as a result. So, but, but, and we're caught in the middle because it's like all we, we were just happy to read these stories. We were just like, Oh, this is fun. Look at these characters. Woo. Now they're like, I need that. We we can, we can adapt that and make it into a show that'll cost me way more money than it probably is warranted. But I'm in it now. I spent a trillion dollars to make this thing. I, I have to produce shows and I know that like the movie formula works, and the movie formula says superheroes. So we'll make shows for superheroes. We'll take your audience. It's it's nuts and it's unsustainable. I, I think that like you know at the end of the day, DC's Endgame for the unit for DC Universe for the for the comic book arm, it's all in service to the massive expenditure that is streaming, and it's like really really stupid because <laughs> at the end of the day. You can't, like, you found out when they made BVS. We were on record, I know I was on record saying that Batman versus Superman will make a billion, will make two billion dollars because it's Batman and Superman. Yeah. And it and it didn't make a billion dollars.
0: Well, that's what I said. I said, the arguments were having. oh, it's going to be a terrible movie compared to like, that doesn't matter. It says Who Batman cares? versus Superman.
1: <laughs> yeah. It's the two of three most most iconic, recognizable superheroes on the face of the earth. How could it not? And it didn't. Yeah. And, the, and the reason why, you know, you could say it's because of story or direction or whatever, but it's really not. The reality is it's it, it didn't make a billion dollars because some think, because you can't always make a billion dollars. Because not everyone has all the, like, it's like that joke from Futurama where it's like, we can't go spending all of Earth's money every day. Like, I can't make billions of dollars every single year. It's why, like, every bit, like, all these businesses that are like, oh, it doesn't matter. It's such. Let's reel it
0: back in. Let's reel it back in. The only yeah. thing I was going to uh, yeah. I just want to clarify right. one thing because we already people Please, in the chat. Yes. It, it doesn't matter if Thor got 50,000 sales or if Thor got 200,000 sales. The point I was making is people questioned those comics with those characters getting low sales and how they stayed alive. I don't give yeah, a crap like, what Thor actually sold, Thor was no. my example. It doesn't. It matter. doesn't even matter. <laughs> well,
1: what we do know is Thor. You know, people have an agenda about talking about why Thor was not successful. Right. And it's like That's the why reality Thor is, is a
0: great example for this is why why Thor it is successful.
1: successful. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like there's a spy, there's a there's a Gwenpool action figure.
0: They sold Gwenpool statues at GameStop. There. You want to know the the, the most obscure ones I've seen? That okay. So you know that entire new Asian uh, initiative they have over at Marvel. I hate to word it like that. Marvel Rising. But it's much what it is. It's like wave and arrow and all those characters. Vaguely, it's like a whole thing they were doing right before COVID hit, and I think it's still going. I, th- I think I know what you're talking about. yes. all those characters are in Marvel Future Fight. I was like, <laughs> what the what? You want to know the, what the, is the? this? You want to know the weird one that I saw? Nadia Van Dyne, specified as Wasp, Nadia Van Dyne. I was like, right. I, what? She's doing that well that you decided to put her in your game, (laughs) right?
1: Okay. No, the straight is like no. You know, it's there are the people who are doing this, who are making the the people making the most money, are not
0: in the comic book industry. No, (laughs) they're going (laughs) with cool designs. I mean, the fact is, the character of Gwenpool blew up because of a fun design. Spider Gwen blew up because of a fun design. Then they made stories. All right. So anyway, uh, we need to move topics anyway because we have been on yep. this topic for centuries now. Uh, yep, absolutely. Forty-five minutes, whatever this is more convenient. It's too long. Yeah. Uh, okay. So moving on, we got Marvel rescheduled Free Comic Book Day to July fifteenth and July twenty-second.
1: Yeah. So is Free Comic Book Day Marvel's event now? That's Marvel gets
0: to make those calls. I
1: don't know. <laughs> I mean, it, I it, thought it's, Free like, Comic
0: Book Day was almost its own organization at this point.
1: Free Comic Day, I believe, is owned by Diamond. So... So it is a thing. So, And, and it will also be a Marvel-exclusive event, because DC will have nothing to do with it. Yeah. <laughs> well, the Marvel so, and, like,
0: boom and Image and... Oh, yeah, no. Basically, it'll be a... The comic book industry... No! ...minus DC <laughs> this is, event. This isn't Diamonds. This is Marvel is doing their own free comic book day.
1: Oh, my God. <laughs> well, that sucks. Because, like, what does that even mean? Does that... Like, is... That sucks, man. No, just Diamond should have just declared a new day. The, the problem comp, is Diamond's not
0: doing it. This this right here tells me that even Marvel is getting tired of Diamond not making a, a, a change, not doing anything. Totally. It could be, a,
1: yeah, that could be a good sign. It could be Marvel stretching their legs where they're like, well, DC can do whatever they want. We're going to make a free comic book day. We already have the books. so We already spent the money on them. We're going to put them out. Right. Uh, the question I have is, why two days? Why not just the one day?
0: Well, I guess they're going to do a preview and then the actual release, like a prologue kind of mm. thing for House of X or yeah. Swords of X, okay. which makes sense because Swords of X has been pushed back like crazy. So I guess they're, big time. they're trying to get you yeah. hyped up for Sword of X again is what it sounds like to me. Yeah.
1: So. The funny thing is, for me, Free Comic Book Day is going to a comic book store and enjoying the big dis- the, deep, the big, deep discounts and sales that are going yeah. on at the comic book store. Marvel doing two random free books one week apart from each other sounds like no comic book store is going to want to do anything like that. Like, I can't imagine any retail outlet getting really hyped for that.
0: I mean, at this point, I, I, hate, I hate to disagree with you on this stuff, but I think almost like how we're starred for news, and that's why I think the DC leaving. Dive, yeah. I think at this point, anything that'll get people back at a store... I mean That's think fair. about this remote. Marvel's announcing its big X-Men initiative. It's July fifteenth, so COVID should kinda not be a, really as big of a thing anymore. And you should go to your store. I, yeah, <laughs> just, just just grab your mask and go
1: to the store, I guess.
0: So I mean COVID's not gonna be away for a while. Do we did nope. they officially cancel New York Comic Con?
1: No, they didn't.
0: Not yet. I know I know Emerald city was rescheduled. We said we'd go depending on like the situation.
1: Yeah, but they also like Emerald City is read as well, and I think what happened there was they were waiting until the last possible second. You won't see an announcement I think about New York Comic Con being rescheduled or canceled until like September no, no, no 30th. Emerald City rescheduled
0: to August, remember? What? That's right. Yeah, you agreed oh, yeah, to no, go.
1: I'm, I asked you. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah. Well, you know what? I don't feel safe enough. I don't think that's I don't, I think that's too soon.
0: Well, I mean, it might be. Well, I, I, all I said in the thing was we'll see how this is We're on board if everything looks safe.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But if but if I gotta get in a plane with anyone with COVID, I'm not going.
0: Yeah. So all right. Well, next thing on the list is Black Label Birds of Prey book. Should have been with the Birds of Prey. I've gotten through half of it and then I got distracted. I didn't even read it. Is
1: it was it come out recently? It, did, or? it came out
0: recently. It's really good. I do highly recommend it if you like the characters okay. for Birds of Prey. Um I like to well, see t- in an outfit.
1: <laughs> like a right outfit. i make a i make a point of, of checking out at least every black label book just to see what they're doing for the so most I'm part down.
0: black label books are like i look forward to those more than regular dc books because i know they're gonna have a beginning and an end for the most part right that's true yeah like i don't have to worry about like okay so 100 issues in i hope tom king gets his shit together
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, i didn't win 100 issues for that i'll tell you that i didn't
0: he did i was happy with it so whatever Uh, nightmares could have like not happened but (laughs) yeah
1: it was was a a risk
0: um all right so next up i'm kind of going through these in a pseudo hurry um yeah why not just so we can get to the ones that we're going to talk about which are primarily going to be the batwoman situation and the uh what's the superman oh yeah yeah uh, Jeff Johns speaks about his fresh take on the girls' characters, a star girl. I didn't see it. I'm going to watch it tonight. I'm sorry. Me either. Yeah.
1: I, I will say this. This is interesting about Jeff Johns. Uh, he's offering a master class at Joe Kubert's School of Comic Art. Uh, he's he's going, I guess, to Dover, New Jersey to do a master class on uh, on on comics at Joe's, which is really cool. And I think for one of them, he's bringing Jason Fabick with him, which means Fabic must be done with three Jokers. Well, the book comes out like next month, doesn't it? Uh-huh. <laughs> I would th- think it was supposed to come out in June. So
0: that's what I mean. Like I'm pretty sure it's coming out very soon. It better. <laughs> They've had enough time. Uh, so that's exciting. That brings us up to the Batwoman thing. So Batwoman Showrunner explains that they did not plan to replace. They do not plan to replace Kate Kane, but instead bring in a whole new character to ca- Batwoman's cape and cow. Wait, what? Yeah, that's so horrible. I can't even imagine. Why is it Batwoman again? Cuz now it's just going it to change into the comics. Yep. So dumb. And how is that going to tie into the current storyline of Kate Kane's sister and father and Batman and
1: <laughs> Yeah, I think what they're going to do is they're going to like say she's missing or pretend she got killed and then and then and then set it up. I don't know. I think it's a horror. It it's actually the worst idea they could possibly
0: have. Ryan is like Wilder, just
1: recaster.
0: Yeah, like <laughs> right. just recaster. One season recaster. I'm on board with that. But Ryan Wilder, we brand new character not in the comics. The character description based off the casting call will be a likable, messy, a little goof, untamed. So Kate Kane. She'll also be nothing like Kate Kane. How? You, <laughs> wait, hold on. The description gets better. She's also oh. an out lesbian, athletic, raw, passionate, and fallible. She's Kate Kane. <laughs> yeah. Just just recast
1: the character.
0: Why would you? And how is... I, I get recasting will be a little awkward and stiff for the first couple of episodes as the fans are like, no, that's not Kate Kane. But you're, you're yep. just... Now the storyline won't make sense. Just cancel the show. Yeah, that's
1: that, That's what I said in the beginning. I was like, "This sounds like the show is over." Yeah. Uh, but like, if they are so worried that people can't reconcile a different actor for Batwoman, then just end the show. Yeah, I don't replace Batwoman. This doesn't
0: Batwoman. make any sense. Because, like, seriously, like, if you're not going to carry about Kate Kane, the plot right now revolves around Kate Kane. All right, I didn't catch the finale. Dan Dan was watching it, and he filled me in on most of the situations with it. But unless I missed something obvious, it still revolves around her sister and her father, and you're going to then just put in some random drug runner girl as the new Batwoman?
1: Or not. Or for the first half season, she won't be Batwoman, and they're going to be like, you're going to need to be Batwoman. Like, if she goes missing, right? If they're like, oh, Batwoman went missing. Yeah. Like, I think that's the plan. You're only making it worse because eventually you'll have to answer that question and Ruby Rose is out. Yeah. Like, unless they're hoping that at the end of season two, they'll get Ruby Rose to come in and be like, you're Batwoman now and then leave again. (laughs) But just recast. Ah. So stupid. This is why I don't watch TV.
0: Uh, yeah, we will talk about this one because it doesn't relate to the current situation or anything. Well, it kind of does. Um, so I don't know if you caught this one, but they they fired the guy who plays uh, Elongated Man. Yeah. For a very yeah, similar yeah, situation that. to James Gunn. But I will say there is differences that people are not tracking. And I agree with the decision to let go of him on this one as oppo- uh, as I was opposed to the James Gunn situation. Right. It. I, I mean, do you have anything you want to say about this before I explain my reasoning? I, I don't know what
1: he said, so I have no idea.
0: Very racially, uh, racially charged comments and a lot of misogyny. Like, mm. things like uh, referencing date rape will be fun. He wishes he had a wife to beat. Things like that. This is the elongated man yeah, guy? Huh?
1: This is the elongated man guy? Yeah, elongated man. Okay. So,
0: the reason why I think that his firing was warranted, but James Gunn wasn't, there's mm-hmm. a difference. It's who they're working for. Okay, CW's entire motto is Dare to Defy. Their entire demographic is women and minorities. I've made this argument since the beginning that that is who the channel is for. So anybody who complains about the lesbians or complains about them recasting an actor to be black, get over it. That's their demographic. Right. So if you then discover one of your actors is against women and against minorities, even if it's it's eight years old... It's literally against the mottos of the sh- of the network, you know. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> While well, the no, James Gunn I, thing was, he made some really bad comments. People attacked him, but it has nothing to do with Disney and Marvel. They just said, "Oh, you're fired." You know what I mean? Like that that one. Yeah. So, like, I, I agree. I do agree with that one, just because of who you're working for. You got to like, you got to remember, like, you can't work for organizations where their entire motto is getting out the messages of minorities and representation and we're yeah. all for women and minorities. And then, Oh, but this guy five years ago. <laughs>
1: yeah. Right. I,
0: yeah. No. I,
1: I, um, I didn't see his comments, so I can't speak too much to it. I'm but not going to read them
0: verbatim, but you can easily no, I Google wouldn't. it. Yeah.
1: Oh yes, Totally. Yeah. But yeah, Whatever. <laughs> um, so I, did, I just
0: wanted to comment on that, because that what is hot news in our comic book world, and it is a situation in which, like, I gr- I kind of agree with that one. I do. Uh, yeah. So. Right. The comments, everyone's curious real quick. You can Google them real quick. Um, if I remember correctly, they were on 2011, 2012. Mm. So it, it, it is the same situation as James Gunn, where they're all before he was hired, but it's also... I mean it was it's right around the time he was hired so I don't know what could have changed. <laughs> right. <laughs> the actor even came out unlike James Gunn where he was kind of like, well this is bullshit, I'm going to go to DC. The actor came out just like apologizing profusely and things like that like yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, good luck. Yeah, it's it's rough. I mean, you got to when it comes to digging through people's old tweets, the first thing I could tell you is if you're a public figure, don't tweet shit that may come back to bite you in 10 years. How about let's, right. let's not make race, racial comments that you think are funny. Uh, let's not <laughs> uh, let's not yeah. tweet out against women. Let's not uh, just generally make comments that are going to piss people off. If your job is a comedian, cool. If your job is trying to get into family-friendly television and movies, maybe not. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You know, yeah. what, what what is yeah. your job? I, I am a, uh, a a comedian that likes to you know run the edge, and that's all I'm gonna do with my career. Okay, good luck.
1: <laughs> yeah, well, don't work with Disney then. <laughs>
0: uh, um, so yeah. yeah, that I mean that one I do agree, just because of who he works for. That's not to say the man should yeah. not get work. Let him go get work, no, just I, not there.
1: <laughs> yeah, so. I mean, just you know, I I don't know what the solution is for those kind of situations, but
0: you know well I the solution is I think you have to look at each individual one and decide what the situation is I think that at the end of the day that's what it comes down to because you can't just a blanket oh you made comments 12 years ago you're fired you can't do that right so totally all right uh just trying to the twitch twitch is having their own discussion i don't personally agree with you tweets and poor taste are probably really bad jokes and context to when they were posted while i would agree with you that was the james gunn situation uh when i googled him uh, real quick yeah. the actor had almost 12 of them and they were all spread across different time periods and stuff like that the james gunn one was like what like two or three over one spread of a, a month or something yeah. Like this this wasn't a small amount of them over the span of like a small situation. This was right, like the guy thought it was funny to beat women and constantly tweeted about it. <laughs> yeah.
1: As I as I recall with the James Gunn thing, and I don't want to get too much into it, but like as I recall, the James Gunn thing was like he he prides him. he's the guy who made super. Like yeah. you know he, he prides himself not prides himself, but like he, he being edgy. He's he he rolls with a crowd that makes v- the 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 believes that off-color jokes are like the more off-color they get the more funny they are i don't necessarily agree with that but like that they may they, they push the envelope deliberately even if they don't even believe what they're saying and it's like you know on one hand like don't do that on the other like you know i get what you're like i understand where that's coming from with this it sounds more like he's just saying some shit that like You kind of like don't say – it's like the JonTron situation. Like just don't say those things. Yeah, exactly.
0: You probably shouldn't (laughs) say that stuff. Uh, At the end of the day, it's just my opinion on the situation. Sal didn't even read them. I know some people are disagreeing with it. Across the board, you should never be held accountable for your tweets 10 years ago. And I do agree with those for – I agree with that in general. But if CW's decision is this is our message and you clearly are against that, that's fine Mm -hmm. you know what i mean like we also don't know what else could have happened behind the scenes i am not saying i i if we could if we had to make a decision across the board of using old tweets or not i would say no don't do it all but we're gonna have to take each one of these as they come across we're gonna have to take them all you know and look through each individual one because nobody wants to across the board state uh yeah you can't fire me for tweets from 10 years ago there's no statute of limitations (laughs) if we want to come up with that i agree if we're going to look at them individually, I'm going to say, let's do that. But the fact of the matter is, if you want more information on this situation, Google it and come to that decision yourself at this point. I agree. Yeah, yeah definitely. So, all right. So, last topic, super, uh, super superman, super, super, supermans. Okay, so uh, that's bullshit that Bendis is leaving.
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, and, and let's talk about, like, what we know about that because, as I recall... Bendis on another podcast said something like as I'm nearing the as I'm as I'm, adding, as I'm heading into the end of my Superman run. Right. Like it wasn't like he there's no official announcement from DC nor will there ever be, but I know that uh, <laughs> as far as DC's concerned, you know, like there's no official announcement, it's more just like Bendis said something on a podcast, everyone was just so desperate and hungry for information. They were like, "He's leaving!" And it's like I think it's more like he sees the light at the end of the tunnel and because of his experience at Marvel, you know, you know when he's ready to leave because he didn't say even say anything like at the end of my Avengers run at any point for like 10 years. Right. So we know with this, it must be the end of sight. My guess is it'll be after death metal.
0: I agree. See, here's my problem. Okay. I've been on board with writers get to do what they want. As much as I hate to see Super Sons go, if he wants to Age of John, fine. I was okay right. with that. Uh, but the, and I said it since the beginning if there's an end goal for these changes. So divorcing, or I don't think he officially divorced. I think he's separated from us. He never did. No, they was never divorced. Uh, John aging up, involving a lot Mm -hmm. of old characters. All of this, I'm like, okay, so he's setting up for his ultimate Spider-Man, but it's ultimate Superman. He's doing his own long run thing. It's going to be set up for that. Now it sounds like by the end of the year, we're going to lose him.
1: Yeah, my guess is they'll change everything. The DC metal, the metal death metal
0: will be a crisis. It's got to be at this point. Well, what else? Okay, what is happening in DC outside of metal? <laughs> nothing. Like, right? I mean, there's a Batman arc. That's it. There's individual character arcs, but as far as the universe as a whole, there is nothing going on except the whole metal thing. No,
1: because Snyder was in charge of Justice League, and the whole thing is a prelude to death metal.
0: Yeah. So yeah, it's like the, the the DC universe right now feels like the entire thing is is just ca- waiting, waiting for this to happen, waiting for this to go on. That's all at once. Yep. I don't know what else to say. Um, I, I you know, yeah, I don't know. It's funny. It's because weird. Like- but Marvel's no better, for the record. We had the whole Jason Aaron building up for some giant thing. And what is even happening with that? His Avengers run went from like, oh my God, we have people in the past, people in the future. It's going to be this amazing Avengers arc. What's Blade doing?
1: (laughs) So Moon Knight can beat Iron Fist hand to
0: hand? Cool. I don't buy that for anything.
1: <laughs> yeah, well, he did. Like, it's yeah. Uh, I was after the fir- after the final host. I was like, that's the final time I'm buying Avengers. Thanks, Aaron. Bye bye. Yeah. And every so often, I'll buy an issue and check it out, and I'm like, I hate this. And so I'm just ready for it to be over. Uh, but uh, but yeah, with with DC and with Death Metal and with Superman, I mean, my guess is because the room the rumor is Bendis costs a lot of money. I don't and, doubt that at all. <laughs> yeah, and my ge- and the fact is, Superman hasn't cracked the top five, top ten best-selling books. So my guess is, DC in their plans, their restructuring, is going uh, get rid of Bendis, like get rid of unnecessary expenditures that we're, that were that are not part of the plan. Like you know what Superman sells? Trade paperbacks and hardcovers. We're doing those from now on. Like, my guess is there won't ben be. Though. I don't
0: think he's going to leave yeah. DC.
1: No, no, no. I mean, he can run whatever. I don't know what he's going to do. So still, but like, he, they He's still
0: technically running Young Justice, Legion of Superheroes. And Legion of
1: Superheroes. And he's got the Wonder Comics imprint that I guess is really his. Um, but my guess is, yeah, they're, he's leaving Superman because they're like, we're not going to publish Superman monthly anymore. So go figure something else out. Yeah.
0: I think they're going to keep publishing Superman. I mean, it was doing fine until Bendis came along. (laughs) I know. (laughs) It's still technically not doing poorly, but like sales are still there, I think. Um, Yeah. But the critical reception is not nearly as high. And I think that's. No.
1: Well, and I I don't think that they, I don't think they got what they paid for when it came to sales. Like it's just, it doesn't, it didn't translate. Yeah. You know, it's just not making, it's just, it's not making physical sense for them. So yeah, I, I, I think that it's just, it's been a long time coming. Because I think that they had a really knee-jerk reaction to Tom King when they finally got those quarterly numbers in. They were like, ah, get out! (laughs) Get out! (laughs) Literally, they were just like, get out of here! Stop! Um, With Superman, it's probably the same thing where they're like, ah, we're paying him a lot of money! (laughs) Could you...
0: Could you please stop now and go make us some money over there or something? Like as much as I like the Tom King run, it got it got a poor reception, and so is the yeah. so is the Bendis Superman. They're not getting a critical reception that is like, oh my god, everyone needs to read this. It's the most nope. amazing thing in the world. Yeah, when everybody
1: is talking about Tom King's Superman book he wrote a year or two ago, like out in out in hardcover, it's like oh know, yeah, you probably. Need to come up with a new plan for Superman, man. Because like, Up in the Sky came out, and everyone's like, "This is freaking amazing," including myself. And uh, and meanwhile, Ben is like, "I just wrote a big arc about, God knows what." I'm not reading that book.
0: <laughs> I, mean, I fell off a while ago on that book. I was trying to stay with it for the longest time, but I just I just mm-hmm. can't anymore.
1: I just picked up the most recent issue just because new comics, and I was like, "Hey, Superboy," and he's like, "I don't remember who you are, but you're the clone character again." Her, 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 and I'm like, "Oh my god." This is... The, I'm going you with the Young right now. You
0: got, we got Superboy back and he's like, and now he's gone! <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah. I was like, oh my God. How can you read this every two weeks? So, I dropped off. But, yeah.
0: So, all right. I guess that's where we're at then. <laughs> yeah, I guess that's that. Wow, how do we... We're only, only slightly over time. Right? We're actually not over time. We made it an hour and five minutes. <laughs> <laughs> hey! All right, we did it. <laughs> yeah, the the sales. Uh, the The thing is, is to my, to, I can tell. I can tell, This is this is not official in any way, shape, or form. But uh, discussions that I've had with Tomasi Silver, he did not choose to leave Superman. No, <laughs> and, uh, he, and he is not very quiet about that. <laughs> no,
1: Bendis Bendis said like publicly on I think one of it was either my show or somebody else's show, but he said it. He was like. He goes, oh, when 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 Peter finished up his run and he, like, he chose to leave. And I'm like, no. Like,
0: no. I would agree he if, because if you ask him about it at a con, he was very. He'll tell you. He, he was very disgruntled oh. about it. He'll be like, well, if that's the
1: case, then what is all of this plan I had for the character? Yeah. What about John's sister? Like, he had a lot of plans.
0: Yeah, yeah, he did. It was funny. It, not funny. I mean, it sucks to be him, but. No, it's very sad, yeah. but. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah um, (laughs) yeah I I wonder I wonder if he's sticking it around over there or what's gonna happen but all right, cool let's end the show Uh, thank you guys so much for joining us today don't forget if you like this show and you want to see it come back on a weekly basis then please consider going to Twitch subscribing over there at twitch.tv slash comicstorian Uh, your subs make this show happen but also so do your Patreon pledges if you go to patreon.com slash comicstorian or patreon.com slash comicpop this week it should officially be back out to coming early over there like by Friday Saturday long before it hits the uh, YouTube side which is every tuesday but we're trying to get our schedule back to normal um and you can also go check out gfuel gfuel.com go use the code comics at checkout uh and you can also check out our store and get yourself an absolute comics t-shirt one day we'll have this at a con (laughs) yeah it's gonna be a lot of fun one day (laughs) um i hope you guys enjoyed this thank you so much for your time find me a comic story and find him at comic pop and let's end the show